What's Our Seat Number? Bonus. Hello and welcome to What's Our Seat Number, the podcast where we discuss movies, TVs, comics, games, anything that makes the wife go, can you come and help me with something, please? And it makes me regress back to teenage. Oh, for God's sake! It's a me, Johnny Gross, an eternally frustrated filmmaker who is currently editing videos about editing while disappearing into the black void of the multiverse where in another life I'm just doing laundry and taxes. With me, as always, is my co-host, the Starsky to my Hutch, the Riggs to my Murtaugh, the Bill to my Ted, the Conan to my Barbarian, my long-suffering game-designing brother, it's Simon Gross! It's a me! I'm doing it too because yes. you saw Mario. Yes, um, the uh, I just want to explain just for anybody that didn't get that the whole laundry and taxes thing um, has become a meme. It's from everything, everything everywhere all at once, and people have been posting random scenes from movies and been like, "In another life, I'd just rather be doing laundry and taxes with you." And um, there's one guy on the Empire group that's just taking it to an extreme, and he's posting them literally every five minutes. I'm seeing a lot of the um, uh, what's it the unbearable weight of massive talent one mm-hmm. where it's like make your own kind of music and it's like Nicolas Cage looking annoyed and then cutting to Pedro Pedro it's them Pedro yeah uh, going because they're both high yes yes yeah yeah bonus <laughs> <laughs> so over the past uh, week and a half or so we uh, we were off work and stuff for the uh, Passover holiday uh, it would be Easter for you guys uh, in the uh, States and in the UK, I or guess. Or Ramadan. Or Ramadan. Uh, but uh, but where we are, it's uh, it's Passover, and it goes on uh, interminably. Um, it does, doesn't it? Yeah. So, um, yeah, basically... I actually had a very nice time this, this I, year. I know you did. I know you did. You were, you were positively glowing. Um, I thought maybe you were pregnant or something, but no. God forbid. God forbid. <laughs> I just can't imagine anything I, I was, fucking I was worse watching, than that. I was watching a, a Who Culture hmm. uh, about uh, about the top ten worst Doctor Who episodes, and I haven't seen any of uh, any of Jodie. I've seen like a couple of episodes of Jodie Whittaker's run, but apparently yeah. there's one with Brett Goldstein in it, uh, set on a space station, and there's a dude who's uh, gives birth in it, um, and I and I just thought, well, I dodged a bullet there. <laughs> I dodged a bullet there. Oh yeah, no, that that was Look just. Out. It's only films to be buried. Everything with. I've heard about Jodie Whittaker's run just makes me go, "Yep, made the right decision. Yep, skip that one. Just go straight to David but Tennant Brett Goldstein. and, and uh, Shuti Gatwa. Yep, Brett Goldstein. Brett, Go- Brett Goldstein is wonderful. He's it, got such a is, great podcast. What is the film? Um, yeah, so yeah, films to be buried with by Look Brett out. Goldstein. It's only, only films to be buried. With. It's only films to be buried with. Um, so yeah, um, that's uh, that's a great podcast, and also uh, I've started listening to um, the Smartless produced uh, Bad Dates with Jamila Jamil, mm-hmm. and that is really fu- really fucking hilarious. She's funny as hell. How? Anyway, back to what I was talking about. Um, over the Passover holiday, I took my five-year-old son to his first movie, and then last week I took him to his second movie uh, in the cinema. And while he is a bit of a fraidy cat, I have mm. to say, and sometimes he's he's a bit scared of things that uh, that he watches at home, like say Teen Titans Go, or um, you know the Superman animated series. He was a bit scared of that. Well, there are some scary moments. In yeah, there. Um, not really. Not what what I was watching. He was just I don't know. It just like sort of overwhelmed him for some reason. I don't know why. Anyway, he's uh, he's a sensitive kid, and um, I'm a sensitive soul. Oh, I seen thick skin. You calling him a stinky warthog? No. Um, so. I took him to see uh, Puss in Boots, The Last Wish. And you or pointed as, out to me... Yeah. Yeah. As translated into into Hebrew, Shrek's cat 
Jack's cat, indeed. Um, like, how is this uncultured country? Honestly, oh, I'm God sorry, sake. but how are they unable to translate what Puss in Boots is into Hebrew? For fuck's sake. Well, Shrek it, it wasn't be, a thing when Puss in Boots was it made. It would be Puss in Boots. That's why. Just would have to be transliterated. Puss in Boots. Puss in Boots. Okay, it would be You don't like, have to do it in Hebrew. No one's going to know what you're talking about. You can make up any old language. Please continue. Yes. So, I took him to see Puss in Boots The Last Wish. And uh, as you pointed out to me, like an hour before we went, there's a really frightening villain. Uh, in that movie, which is the wolf character. The wolf is uh, Death, played by Wagner Mora, who played Pablo Escobar in Narcos. And Narcos? <clears throat> yeah. You fucking civilian. Narcos. 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 God, you um. philistine. <laughs> well, well. If it isn't Pussy Boots himself. <laughs> In the flesh. Uh, hey. There's a famous hat, the feather, and of course, the boots. My compliments to your cobbler. <laughs> <clears throat> Thanks. Uh, good to meet you, too. Hey, I never do this, but... Can I get your autograph? Been following you for a long time. Sign right there. So I, I looked at some clips and I was like, oh fuck, that's pretty scary. And then I showed some clips to my wife and she said, you're overthinking it. And then I showed some clips. <laughs> oh, of course she said that. Yes, and then I showed, I showed some clips to, to my son. And I said to him, are you scared? And like, there was a moment where um, where the the wolf um, drags a pair of scythes across the floor, um, and and when he when the scythes hit the floor, my son jumps six feet in the air. I just love the smell of fear. And he was watching it on my phone. Okay, yeah. so I thought, oh, this is going to be interesting. So we went to see the movie anyway. And he was very excited, and we got a, a, a thing of popcorn, and he ate it hungrily. Uh, and he sat in the seat next to me for the first half of the movie, and I could see that he was a bit scared. And then the rest of the movie, he sat on my lap, and I could feel him. It, it wasn't just the scary bits; it was also the any any time there was a loud noise, any time somebody clapped their hands, or any time somebody bust through a door or something, he jumped, and he was like twitching on me like that the entire movie. And he sort of hid his face a little bit with his, uh, mm -hmm. with his, like uh, under his arm, yeah. a few times while uh, when the wolf character was on. And also, uh, Jack Horner also was a little bit scary for him. Mm -hmm. And and I thought, oh God, this is it! Like we're fucked now for the next week or so because he's going to have nightmares every night about it now. And the lights came up, and we watched the post-credit scene and whatever else. And then we came out, and I said to him, "Was that all right?" He said, "That was fun." I'm like. Okay, it wasn't scary for you. He said it was scary fun, so I was like, okay then. And he he really enjoyed himself. So I thought, you know, I'll I'll take him to see uh, I'll take him to see Mario uh, the next week. So we went to see Mario, and uh, one of his friends was there. Oh, his dad is my friend. Mm -hmm. Shout out to Hask. 
Um, and um, sorry, I, I don't know why I called you that. It's Haskell. I don't think anybody's ever called you Hask before in your life. And uh, I'm the first and probably last. Anyway, so uh, so yeah, and and, and uh, Haskell's uh, brother-in-law was there as well. And, you know, uh, so we, we had a little bit of a, an outing with a bunch of kids. And he was, again, he did the same thing. Half the movie uh, sitting next to me, half the mm. movie sitting in my lap, jumping in every little thing. But he loved it. Like he really, he really enjoyed it really enjoyed himself and it got me to thinking that first of all babs you took me to see um the living daylights when i was five probably about the same age around about um whether i was five or six whether it was like the the beginning of the run or the end of the run movies used to be in the cinema a lot longer back then um and the living daylights is not scary exactly but definitely not appropriate for a five-year-old so i was just wondering like the of am i to i mean because i used to watch a lot of like scary movies when i was a kid like return to oz and uh you know and, and basil the great mouse detective that had the, mm-hmm. the you know the the bat and everything um so i'm wondering if if i i feel like we were less sensitive back in the day um, i think i mean i was definitely scared of certain things but like i think kids are probably the same as they were back then I think um, that we we are now more sensitive towards because we're looking at it through their yeah, eyes, but but, but probably they don't, mistakenly so. Yeah, they, I think we're wrong. I think that they don't see it the same way that we do. Right. Um. You know, think you you think about movies that you haven't seen since you were a kid. Yeah. Like Disney movies. Yeah. And you remember them a certain way, and then when you watch them as an adult, it's a completely different experience. And you're going, "Wow, there's so many." fucked up things yeah, about that, this that's movie strong this is hunchback you know, yeah things like right? that yeah but like Tarzan. Do, you know what, do you know what shush made me reevaluate hunchback yeah because before we had kids i was like oh god i love this movie i want them to i want them to see hunchback and Notre Dame. she's like they are not watching that movie ever and i was like why not what's the matter with this movie and she's like it's scary it's horrific it's like it's a victor hugo novel come to life yeah. as disney it's and very I was like, much a gothic uh gothic fairy tale and, and i was the like only, why are you the talking about and i rewatched it, it. i was the, like oh my god it's horrendous yeah so there's like very it's it's almost like i think maybe 10 to 15 percent of levity in the movie yeah versus the rest of it which is horrifying uh the levity in it is just the gargoyles yeah that's it yeah and the rest of it is really like sort of oh frollo is uh is trying to uh deny his lust for esmeralda who he hates because she's gypsy the thing like, with the judging court of like yes hooded and the, figures yeah yeah, yeah, and all yeah, yeah, that. yeah. it's horrifying and yeah. also um when he when he sort of at the end of the song hellfire when he puts his arms against the wall and you see the shadows of like yeah that is frightening yeah the whole thing is frightening it's not my fault i'm not to blame it is the gypsy girl the witch who set this flame it's not my fault if in god's plan he made the devil so much stronger than a man Maria, don't let the siren cast her spell. Don't let her fire sear my flesh and bone. And the Festival of Fools. Also yeah. very disturbing. Yeah. So, but like, we watched that as kids and it was fine. Yeah. Like, Was so, it though? <laughs> I don't know. But like, I I know that there were things that scared me. And, and I know that, like, Mr. Hyde, we talk about it a lot. Yeah. Like, you know kids are gonna get scared by stuff yeah but at the same time they are curious about it so that's what i think is that there's a that i remember when i was uh i watched the 89 batman mm-hmm. when i was way too young to watch it when was the 
the premiere on uh, on BBC One when they had the ident, the BBC One ident. Oh, you talked about this with in the with the already. with the Batwing, uh, you know, like sort of uh, sort of silhouetted against it. Um, so that would have been it. I think it was about 1991 uh, when it premiered, and I watched it through my fingers. And I, I was so scared of Jack Nicholson as the Joker, and the whole thing's really, really dark. And no, so but this is Batman, obvious that you shouldn't be watching, right? That, right? Obviously, like, when I'm like and, seven and, or eight years yeah. old, Batman '89 is not a kids' movie. But what I'm saying is that I was, I was fascinated and entranced yeah, but you're by a it. Fucked up little shite. <laughs> let me explain. <laughs> Listen. That was that sounds insulting, but it's not. And let me tell you why. No, but I think most kids are like are like I was. That you're you were scared of you're scared so of something. Was I. But I used to watch Die Hard over the banister yeah. if you were watching it or, or Scream. Or Who Framed Roger Rabbit. It's yeah. like you you constantly subject yourself to it, even though you're shit scared of it. But but hang on. Yeah. There's there's I want to take my eldest to go and see Mario. Yeah. Josh is like I don't know. He's a little young. Four my and a ki- quarter. My kid was scared of of Bowser. Which I thought was really funny because Bowser is played Jack by Black. Jack Black, and he even like performs a song in the middle of it, mm-hmm. Doctor Evil style. Yeah. Which my kid is uh, is incredibly like he loves that song, and he was like yesterday he was walking around going peaches 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 like it was really yeah. cute, and then I uh, you know I was humming and he's going, I want I want you to put that on for me you know like he he, Can he I really ask like you, made how, impression how on him. How is Chris Pratt as Mario? I'm really curious. So there's a um there's this great little moment right at the beginning of the movie where. Um, first of all, there's the the, the prologue with uh, with Bowser coming in and destroying a a, a kingdom, mm-hmm. and and it's uh, he makes it clear that he's on his way to Peach's kingdom and he's going to marry her or destroy the kingdom. Mm-hmm. So that, that's the prologue, and it sets up the whole movie. And then you have uh, Brooklyn, uh, where Mario and Luigi are watching an advert that they've made mm-hmm. uh, to advertise the Super Mario Brothers, uh, you know, plumbing like plum- company, plumbing company. Mm-hmm. and uh, and because they're they're like you know, sort of Italian plumbers, so that in the advert they're going, it's a me Mario, it's a me a Luigi, let's go, you know, and they're doing that like sort of on purpose, and they sort of establish that that's the you know that's the, their persona, that's their persona, and then they're like uh, you know talking with kind of light. Um, kind of Brooklyn, like, hey, how you doing? Is it, like, not really, like, like as strong as that, but like, you know, quite. Uh, it's it's there, and it works because because that's you know that what's what they're supposed to be. It's kind of what um, what Bob Hoskins and John Leguizamo were doing in the uh, yeah. the original Mario. Um, that uh, the you know is definitely not something you should point to as a good thing. No, but like, but that that's the that's the idea is that okay. they didn't want to do a stupid like comedy Italian accent throughout the entire movie, and it makes sense. Mm. Um, that's a clever little yeah. uh, a clever yeah. little segue into the into the movie there. But yeah, I, nice. I I thought it was really well done. I thought the uh, like on a on a on an adult level for the kids, obviously, it's really colorful. Yeah, that's and exciting, why I want to take mine and, to you know, see it. Like, I just think I'm really upset that he's so young still because. Because I want, I desperately want him to experience video games. I want yeah. him to experience movies, and I play putt putt with him, right? Putt putt goes to the moon. Yeah, like that was his introduction to it, and it's, yeah. it's there's a lot of clicking, and you know there are puzzles, and it's a little bit of it's not hard, but like some for a kid, like some lateral yeah. thinking, mm-hmm. right? It's good. Um, but like I want to play stuff with him, and I but. 
I always think he's still four and he's too young and you know like I I don't want to expect like he watches Moana and he watched uh, Tangled and um, yeah he's seen he's seen some scary bits of Disney movies yeah he watched Encanto and there's some moments in that that are right. a, a, a little bit scary he's watched Coco. No, he hasn't seen Coco yet. I, I think, think there's I a lot of him imagery be- in that that would probably be a little bit too much. I showed him the beginning of Coco, and he was just like, nah. He watched Luca. Yeah. So Is that problem- any good? So I thought it was cool. Mm-hmm. Here's the problem. He will say that something's really boring because it hasn't got gripped him yet. It hasn't gotten going. Right. But by the time, you know, if I say to... Uh, we were at a friend's house, and they put on Luca because they have Disney+. Plus. Um, and he was like... I want to go home. This is boring. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you ungrateful little shit. <laughs> it's like, they put on a movie for you, and I wasn't going to put on a movie. Right. right. But, like, now that you're here, you're going to watch a movie. And, you know, that that's not really what I said, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that was <laughs> like what you were thinking, yeah. I said to him, like, let's let's give it a try. Like, maybe mm-hmm. you'll like it, whatever. And he, he agreed, and he sat down, and, and I sat with him. I said, you can sit on me. And about halfway through the movie, he was like, you can go now. All right, then. And I went and I, I fucked off into the corner to talk to the parents or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he said to me at the end, you know, next Friday, Fridays he's allowed to watch movies. Mm-hmm. Next Friday, I want to watch Luca. It was really good. You were right. And I'm like, oh, ah, hear that again, please. Yeah. Uh, excuse me? He's never said that before. Baking, baking powder. powder. Um, uh, say that into my good ear. <laughs> excuse me? A baking powder? I think that maybe he's a little bit too young for uh, Mario. for Mario and maybe for a cinema trip because the the thing about it is that it's it's a it's bit of loud. a sensory overload. Yeah. It's 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 a massive screen, it's a lot of flashing lights, it's a lot of it's very, very loud. And I think that um that while he did enjoy himself, I, I think if I would have taken him any earlier it would have been a little bit too much for him. Yeah, so I'm gonna wait another year or so. Yeah. Um, but I really want to take him. I know that he loves watching movies. I know he loves colors and animation and yeah. video games. He loves. So I, I to that end, was... I really liked the design in Mario. They really translated it very, very well. There's a there's a Mario Kart sequence yeah, on a, know, on a rainbow. There's uh, there's like the sequences trailer. where they where they have to you know there's go through like sort of side scroll obstacle courses and like uh, you know get the get the question marks and eat the mushrooms and all sorts. Um, Toad is a great character. Mushroom man talking to me. Pleased to meet you. I'm Toad. Ah, uh, Mario. So this is uh, this is this is not a dream. Ah! That hurt, right? Yes. Definitely not a dream. Played by Keegan. Play, yeah, Keegan Michael Key, and also Peach, uh, played by uh, Anya Taylor Joy, is is really really good. If you can finish this, you're coming with me. Watch and learn. I actually thought originally that she was uh, Sarah Michelle Gellar, so it, was, uh, it sounded like her. Mm, okay. um, but uh, shows how much you look up. Yeah, I didn't, yeah. I didn't, I didn't see the cast list before. Uh, I just knew that Chris Pratt was playing. Uh, but they, they do, they do like in the credit sequence, they have like uh, the character and the name of the name of the actor. So it was like, oh, oh, oh. Mm. I knew it was Jack Black. Jack Black kind of pitched his voice down for Bowser, and I thought that maybe it was um, sort of, sort of like digitally enhanced, like lo- pitch lowered. Um, I've, I've but, heard it. I don't think it's necessarily. Yeah, but he he uh, he 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 said that he had to pitch his voice down. Like you know, he di- he actually did it, um, and I I thought it was great. I thought it was, it was brilliant. I would think that for someone with that kind of vocal range, that he could make oh, his he, voice he did a little it. Yeah, deeper. Yeah, yeah. I finally found it. Now who's gonna stop me? Not sure if you know who I am. 
Yay! But there's one problem. There's a human. Has a mustache, just like you. In an identical outfit with a hat with the letter of his first... Because I don't! My army! Koopas! Koopas! Whatever those things are! We will destroy the Mushroom Kingdom! And the song Peaches is like, you know, the Lost D song. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's great, it's great. So, so I really enjoyed it, and and my kid really enjoyed it, and I I would recommend it to maybe six and up. I I think that you know my my kid just sort of skirts the line, mm-hmm. um. But there were kids there that were sort of around, I would say around the age of three, mm. and I think there's a there's an interesting phenomenon that uh, that I'm starting to notice among younger kids, especially my three year old, that um, fear takes a little while to develop. Yeah. In kids. Yeah. And so my daughter, my three year old, my almost three year old daughter could probably watch back to back episodes of Superman the Animated She's Series. She's almost three. We just did her birthday. She's almost three in June. Wow. Time is like whoosh. Oh, yeah. So, uh, so yeah, so you could probably watch back-to-back episodes of Superman the Animated Series and not be faced by it. Um, but in a couple of years, she'll probably be scared of certain things. And I noticed that the, the younger kids there weren't particularly scared, but they they were also quite restless because mm. they, they didn't have the attention span. There were a few kids being chased out into the aisles by their parents trying to like sort of... Oh, that drives in. me crazy. My youngest yeah. is he doesn't sit the fuck still for a second. Yeah. And I... I mean, if Babs is listening to this, she's probably like nodding her head, yeah, like yeah, uh, yeah. chasing him around a hotel. Yes. Was the most frustrating. It was so annoying. Every meal was like... So here's what happened, right? Yeah. You you want to get your kids to eat healthy food. You want the, you want to be the you kind of try. you want to try, right? Yeah. I saw a great Instagram reel where <laughs> someone was like, "I'm going to show you how to get your kids to eat vegetables, flawless, you know, method, all that. You have to cut the vegetables exactly this way. It cuts it into like this elaborate shape. Right. Because right now that you've done 17 of these." throw them in the bin and give them rice for the third time this week and don't forget your ketchup, right? And I thought that was really true and really funny. It is true. And so, you know, me and my eldest would walk around the buffet, sort of go, he'd say, I want to look at the food, and I'm like, it's the same fucking thing <laughs> that it has been every day. And we walk around, not to sound ungrateful, I thought the food was great, but like, you know, walking around, it's like, there's nothing here for you. You're not going to see anything new. Same with my youngest. He wants to be sort of carried around and all that. And we discovered that he will eat mountains of sausages. Now, sausages are the most unhealthy part of any. They, you just, it's so processed; it's disgusting. Yeah, like looking at the, it, yeah, it's the ones that have been it's boiled the worst in thing water, you could right? Possibly eat. Yeah, and and so yeah. so I didn't realize this, but he had eaten four. And I'd gone to the buffet. To, I was like, "Oh, he's eating the sausages. I'm going to go and get him a couple of more, a couple more." And I put a couple more on the plate for my eldest as well. He ended up eating all of them, so he ate eight sausages right. in one evening. And I was like, "This is the worst parenting," and I'm doing no, it in so front of my parents. Here's as well. the thing: you just want to see them eat yeah. something. So if they're refusing everything you're putting in front of them, and they're pointing towards the packet of crisps on the shelf that they refuse to eat anything, I'd rather they eat something. It's rather not. Than... It's not that for me. It was as as long as he's quiet and he's sitting down, so yeah. that I can go and get some food to eat. I'll feed him this disgusting crap. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Now you're judging me. Yeah, yeah, now I'm judging. <laughs> so, but no, he wasn't it... letting us fucking eat, Johnny. Right. Yes, he wasn't I... leaving us alone. I know the feeling. So bringing it back to uh, to the cinema, even with all that, with all the kids running off into the aisle and stuff like that, I still wanted to turn around during our screening of Renfield and uh, turn around to the teenagers behind us that were kicking our chairs going, <laughs> there were three-year-olds in a screening last week that behaved better than you are. That was kind of the same sentiment that I had. It's like, you know... You're kicking my seat more than my four-year-old does yes. when he's behind me in the car. Yeah. You're being ridiculous. Yes. So I just thought that was a nice thing. I, I got my I got my son to see his first movie in the cinema, and I hope it's the first of many, because uh, it's something that I'm passionate about, and I yeah. want to give that over. Um, I, I'd say I'd recommend Puss in Boots as well. That was a great movie. Um, and I, I love the- Shrek's so- Cat. Shrek's Cat. I love the, uh, the, the sort of um, combination of CGI and, uh, and sort of 2D, um, you know- Stylings like uh, like the sort of Spider Verse style. How, how did it's, they like with so it's, it's kind of like it's all three D, but they've overlaid certain effects on it, and yeah, they've, they've, and they've also w- animated it on ones to yes. um, to make it choppier. Yeah, yep. Uh, uh, so certain sequences, it gives a certain feeling to it. Yeah, uh, depending on the you know, so if you're if you're familiar with Spider Spider Verse, yeah, um, you know the thing where. Uh, Peter from the other dimension is teaching Miles how to swing. Yeah. Um. You know the web swinging is animated on. What is it? It's animated on ones, isn't it? Yep. Um. At twelve frames per second to As show opposed how to 24. In, instead of twenty-four. Yeah. Um. So that you know it can show the choppiness of his abilities, and as he gets more proficient with it. Uh, they move it to 24 frames per second. Right. And it gets smoother to show that he's now more confident and his abilities are getting smoother. So it's also, like, they, it's use that, they use that technique a lot in anime, don't they? I don't know. If that, I don't watch a lot of anime, but like, mm. I guess so. They do it in a lot of things. It, it it's just it, it become gave... it, it's, it's become very popular because of that scene in, and, a, and a lot of scenes from Spider-Verse. Mm. And, and I think that, it, that I've seen the scenes that you're talking about in Buzz in Boots. It gives a certain urgency and yeah. and and, uh, and discomfort to the eyes. And also uniqueness to the, to the aesthetic yeah. look of the... But also the they did a lot of sort of visual effects that were done, like smoke effects and lines and streaks and, and yeah. things like that. that That's what I'm saying. It's like... It's got like a kind of uh, an anime tilt to it. Do you see Arcane, the no. Netflix show? So that's 3D with a lot of 2D effects overlaid on top. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that is a real feast for the eyes. So if you enjoyed Puss in Boots, yeah. just watch that. I know it's, like, it's a little sort of like it's too fantasy and whatnot. It's League of Legends maybe for you what's but too it's, fantasy it, it's 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 sort of like this world that's i found it very hard to get into i got into it in the end but like it's I'll something you it. might I'll enjoy see, i'll try and see if just it, the uh, visual aesthetic was enough for me to go oh, i mm. want to watch this yeah speaking of fantasy i watched dragon slayer last week yes we need to watch i need to watch that yeah because you know I, I i quite enjoyed it Dana, who is your friend yes here? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, aren't you going to introduce me to your friend? And let me tell you something here. There are many perks to being the mother of a living god. Why are my drippings with goo? Anyway, that was nice. That was a little bonus episode good. for you there. I'd like to go to bed. Yes, me too. But Not with not, you. Not with you. No, no. I mean, why not? Weird. I'm a good cuddler, I'm told. Fucking weird. Stop it. Bye. Bye. What's our seat number? Bonus. They will come from behind.